On this episode of the podcast, Josh tells us a story of the challenges that come with being a top draft pick in the NFL, and how an immature player can set a franchise back for years. Le'Veon Bell? Wow, no, you are real. No. <laughs> you know Le'Veon Bell was a solid player for you for, for years. You, got, you know you made the playoffs last year, right? The pettiness is just, and see, this the bitterness. Is, this is why Pittsburgh fans are low key <laughs> some of the worst fans. It's not even that low key. We all know it. We all know it. Anyways, recline that sofa and loosen that tie because this is mismanaged. Boop boop. Welcome to Mismanaged, a weekly podcast where we kick back and criticize the failings of paid sports professionals while also offering them foolproof solutions to all their management woes. I'm Austin Egan. I'm Josh Sweezy. And I'm Nathaniel Westover. Let's get into it. This week, we are back to discussing the NFL. Warning to any and all Chargers fans, which I think we know there's not many of. Not in in Los Angeles, that's for sure. Or Or in the United States. (laughs) They don't even have city? I, they're Chiefs fans. Oh, yep. Mm. And then we know London is all Jags. London. Uh, London. Oh, no. Hello. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Rest of the pod. We're doing uh, wait till nothing we have, but accents. Wait until we have our gap month and we'll cover all the Ford sports and I will talk in an absurdly <laughs> offensive. I don't know if it's offensive if they're white. Oh, well, not that's, all that's pretty British true. people are white, but they're colonizers. Yes. Like us, but they originated it. Thanks, Britain. We won't get into that. But Chargers fans, you may want to cover your ears. Or just think about your bright future with Justin Herbert. <sighs> as long as he stays healthy. That yeah, is the key. But you still are in the same division with Patrick Mahomes. You know what? Just think yeah. about Justin Herbert. Focus on uh, Justin Herbert. Don't look, he outside, seems like a good don't look outside the yeah, team. He's an alright guy. Alright, so for this episode, I'll be doing the story. And we'll be jumping back to the 1990s. And specifically to the 1998 NFL Draft. Oh, boy. Do you know anything about it? 1998? Chargers? Yep. We talking Ryan Leaf? We are. We are for sure. We love this. (sighs) Oh, Ryan. So, the San Diego Chargers had the number three overall pick in the draft. After going (laughs) 4-12 in the 1997 season. Their quarterback, Stan Humphreys, had started the season in 1997 going 4-4 four four before getting injured. And his backup, Craig Wellyhan, was winless. Craig Wellyhan? Wellyhan. Wellyhan. W-H-E-L-I-H-A-N. Oh, I think you mean Wellyhan. 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 Yeah, the what? H is always super overpronounced. <laughs> uh, so good old Craig was winless in seven starts. Mm. So hence their four and twelve record. Uh, Stan then decided it was time to retire, so quarterback became the Chargers' biggest need. Now going into the draft, there were two main quarterback prospects who are jockeying for the first overall draft pick slot. They were Tennessee standout Peyton Manning and Washington State product, Ryan Leaf. Chargers knew they were in danger of missing out on one of these incredible talents at the number three spot, so GM Bobby Bethard tried to strike a deal. The two teams drafting in front of him were the 3-13 Indianapolis Colts at number one, and the 4-12 Arizona Cardinals at number two. 
Uh, Bethard contacted Colts GM Bill Polian and tried to trade for the first overall pick so that he could have his choice of Manning or Leaf. Polian was not interested, though, as the Colts were also in desperate need of a quarterback. So well, that's fair. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, why would you deal we out of it? It's like the Jags dealing out of the number one pick this season. Yeah. It's like, why? It's not going to happen. Why would you? Um, so Beathard did the next best thing, and he struck a deal with the Arizona Cardinals to move up one spot to number two. So here's the deal. The Chargers get the number two overall pick in the 1998 draft. Yes. The Cardinals received the number three overall pick, a 1998 second, a 1999 first, linebacker Patrick Sapp, and return specialist Eric Metcalf. That's... That's a lot. To move up one spot. To move down to three, they got a future first and a second plus two players. players. A future first, a current second. A current second. Oh, and my then, gosh. And uh, then Patrick Sapp and Eric Metcalf, who had just made a Pro Bowl that year. Is that DK's a, dad? No. No, he's not related to DK. DK's dad was a lineman, right? Yeah, for the Bears. Yeah, Terrence so not Metcalf. a return. No. return not specialist. a return specialist. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Eric That's Me- what I... Thought. Eric Metcalf was basically like the Cordero Patterson of the, of the 1990s. 90s. Yeah, oh. he played running back, wide receiver, and returned. The Devin kicks. Hester of the, two, <laughs> of the 90s, of not 2000, of the mid 2000s. He should. He should. So let's talk about the quarterbacks. Ryan Leaf was the opposite of Peyton Manning. Both on and off the field, Ryan Leaf was flashy proud and dynamic, whereas Manning was more conservative, quiet, and laid back. All of the analysts' comparisons went, well, something like this. With Peyton Manning, you're getting the finished college product, but with Ryan Leaf, you're getting upside. This sounds like Trevor Lawrence and Zach <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> yep. Uh, all of the, uh, da, 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 where was I? Many analysts said that Manning was NFL ready, but Leaf might climb higher. In player interviews before the draft, both Manning and Leaf were asked, if you were selected number one overall, what would you do? Manning gave the answer you would expect. He said, quote, I would work hard during the week, practice hard, study hard, unquote. Ryan's answer went like this, quote, I'd have to be honest. I'd have to go to Vegas for a week, unquote. Hey, <laughs> honesty where it counts. He's just gonna sell <laughs> He's just gonna go party. The fa- oh, yeah, but you want you want your quarterback to be honest when they're giving answers like Peyton. You don't want them to be to, like to be honest in that scenario is like doubling down of before like, you've been drafted. It's like I make bad decisions and I'm proud of it. <laughs> I make bad decisions and I'm gonna go do that for a week straight. Not to say that there's anything wrong with like celebrating a good thing happening. No, but. Let's be, he's a, a kid at this point. Yes. Let's be honest what this is about. Yes. This is foreshadowing for the immaturity that is to come. So the week of the draft rolls around, and Indy takes Manning with the top pick of the draft. Leaf goes second overall to the Chargers. In his introductory press conference in San Diego, Leaf was bold, charismatic, and exactly what they expected. Here's a snippet from his speech. Quote, I wanted you guys to lose those last couple of games that I could come and play for you guys next year. But don't worry, that won't ever happen again, so. (laughs) Thanks to my new coaches, my new owners, it's a privilege for me to be up here with them. They've put so much time and effort into getting me to the city of San Diego, I feel like I need to reward them in some way. 
So hopefully a Super Bowl ring or two can do that in the next few years, unquote. You know, it's funny hey, yeah. how these quotes, they age so poorly. Uh-huh. But, you know, Tom Brady said, like, similar things. <laughs> oh, they all a, do. <laughs> when he was a six-rounder. I'm like, all these quarterbacks, it's just like, if you're average to really good, they no one cares. You but immediately if you're bad, forget about it. All of these things will come, come back. back. Yes. And, and if you're hilarious. really good, they're like, he did it. He did it. <laughs> look at him. He did it. He Joe proved Davis. it. Yep. Hey, look, Ma. I'm famous. Going to Disney World. <laughs> so, according to Bobby Bethard, Leaf was looking like the real deal. He looked terrific in training camp and had even impressed some of the veterans on the team. But in a rather odd turn of events, uh, training camp was it for Leaf. His agent wouldn't let him come in for off-season workouts. Wait, he was just like, nah. Why is his, his agent, agent wouldn't let him? Nope. Why is his agent in charge of that? <laughs> I don't know. Could it be possible immaturity issues? I don't know. Was there a contract situation or what? Nope. Or he was just very hungover. After training camp, <laughs> he's like, all right, cool. I'll all right, show I'm up done. for like a couple months. Let's go hard. Cool. Vegas for uh, he was just well, out of shape. Vegas hey. for months. Vegas for years. Vegas for life. <laughs> Raiders. So between training camp and the start of the season, the Chargers did not see Leaf. Uh, when he came back, Leaf was overweight and had not spent any time learning the Chargers system. There it is. There it is. <laughs> the Jamarcus right. Russell. Yes. Oh. Yes. Not quite as bad. That's um, fair. <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't built any chemistry with his teammates or coaches. Bobby Beathard described him as, quote, a stranger, unquote, when he finally showed up to start the season. Which is not <laughs> really... This guy shows up and like, hi, I'm here to work... The guy that's supposed you? to be your new franchise quarterback yeah. is like, I've never met this man before. <laughs> I've never seen this man No, before. he Day showed up for life. training camp, and everyone was like, wow, this guy's going to be great. He's the real deal. And then he leaves for a he couple months, off and he comes back, and they're the like, earth. who is this guy? Huh? He just had a haircut. Yeah. They couldn't recognize him. <laughs> so, Leaf is already off to a rocky start, but nevertheless, he was named the starter. His first game was against the Buffalo Bills on September 6th, 1998. The Chargers won the game 16-14, to despite some mistakes from Leaf, including two interceptions and fumbling his first professional snap. Hey, it's a big nerve-wracking moment. Yes. Your first snap hey. as a pro. Pay, it wasn't Peyton's <laughs> fault, but technically Peyton fumbled like the first offensive snap <laughs> of the his first Super Bowl with the Broncos against the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right over the head. Oh, right over. What We've a seen that garbage before. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> I think I stopped watching after the first quarter. That's a good call. Uh, Buffalo penalties also voided two other Leaf interceptions, so, oh, so they're not they're not on them. the official stat line. But he threw he's, four. He's no Nathan Peterman. No, that's true. No one can be. Uh, Accelerator. Yes, yes, awesome. he is. The Chargers won their next game as well. They defeated the Tennessee Oilers thirteen to seven. So Leaf is two and zero as a starter. Uh, things were a little rocky, but at least they're winning games. He's dating chemistry now. He it's, has to be. He has to be. Do they have to the be? Things are going good. 2 0. And I wish I could stop there. But this is the Mismanaged podcast, so unfortunately, I must continue. This was the peak of Leaf's career. Oh. 2 0, baby. Hey, walk away. Walk away. Retire. If that's the peak. Walk away. <laughs> Two wins. Always be a great what if. No spoilers, but that's half of his career wins. Uh, 
So the Ryan Leaf train completely came off the rails in the third game of the 1998 season against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Here is his stat line for that game. Are you ready? Uh, probably not, but let's let's get it. One for 15 for four yards with two interceptions and four fumbles, three of them lost. Oh! What? One for 15, four yards, five turnovers. Okay. Yikes. Hmm. Third game of his career. Oh, buddy. <sighs> so Was it a home game? <sighs> Just take a knee. I don't think <laughs> so. I think knee. it was an arrowhead. So, in a locker room interview the next day, Leaf was caught on camera screaming at San Diego Union Tribune reporter James Pusner. So, I'm going to yell and cuss right now. So, if you want to skip 10 seconds ahead, now might be the time. This is what Leaf said. Quote, don't fucking talk to me, all right? Knock it off! Unquote. Oh, buddy, that's what you want from the face of your franchise. You're the second overall pick. You gotta talk to the media. He went full childhood tantrum. Like, like this reporter was just doing his job, and he just was over it immediately. And this is the next day after the game. Like, it's not immediately after. Like, so it's not even a crime of passion. No, no. So as he was being led away by teammate Junior Seau, um, you can hear Leaf mutter, "Fucking bitch." Under his breath as well, as he's being led away. <laughs> this is all so on camera. Oh, yeah, the media. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Collectively. <laughs> Suffice to say, no one was impressed with his outburst, and he was forced to read an apology on camera. So here's my impression of him saying, I'm sorry. I was misdirected my anger after the Kansas City game. I was extremely disappointed in my performance, and I let it show. He then crumpled up the piece of paper and tossed it into his locker, and he said... So sorry if that sounded so rehearsed. And that was the end of his apology. That he read off of a piece of paper. Where'd he go to college? Washington State. Okay, so it's not like... All right. It's not like it's the Ivy League. No. He's no hobbit, man. Uh, No, he, he looked like a kid who had been, like, caught doing something bad, and his parents were making them apologize. Like, that's the vibe he was giving mm. off. Is, is there video for this? Oh, yeah. You is can it, find all of it on is YouTube. It hilarious? <laughs> oh, it's very I'm good. Going to look <laughs> uh, the other interesting story from Leafs' rookie year was the week five matchup between the Chargers and the Colts. It was the first overall pick versus the second overall pick. A classic nowadays. The Colts won the game 14 to 12, with Manning throwing the only touchdown of the game. This was win. Manning's first win in the NFL. Yeah, they threw a touchdown and then went for two and then got a field goal later. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is, I don't know, whatever. Cool. <laughs> or two field goals. However the math pans out. Uh, both quarterbacks had similar stat lines, both going 12 of 23 with one interception. Leaf had 160 yards to Manning's 137. Very, very boring game. game. <laughs> well, we know how bad Peyton was yep. as a rookie. Yeah. So Leaf continued to play poorly and was benched for uh, our old friend Craig Wellyham for the um, Wellyham again the final seven games of the season. They're always like, "All right, this person gets eight games, and then we'll throw old Craig in there for the last seven. Um, so the Chargers went five and eleven that season, despite their defense leading the league in yards allowed. So oh. they're dropping the ball there, offense, <laughs> literally. 
<laughs> Leafs stats for the season are 1,289 passing yards in 10 games with a 45.3 completion percentage. He threw two touchdowns, 15 interceptions, lost four fumbles, and had a quarterback rating of 39. Oh, wow. Oh, oh no. Man, I'm... give this guy a medal for charitable donations because he's just <laughs> giving it all away. And I mean, lots of quarterbacks have bad rookie seasons. It, there's time to bounce back. Uh, but to make his poor play worse, no one liked Ryan Leaf. Nobody liked him. Yeah. Not the team, not the media. Probably not himself. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Bethard, again, uh, said this, quote, Guys can be jerks, but I've never seen a guy that worked harder to alienate his teammates. Junior Seau, Rodney Harrison, they came to me and said, quote, Bobby, this guy is killing me, unquote. Oh, Junior Seau and Rodney Harrison were both pro bowlers for the Chargers in 1998. So yeah. mm-hmm. when your two defensive stars are saying that about your, yep, <laughs> yeah. about your starting quarterback, it's... Uh, not a good look. Woof. I still need that page. Come back here. Come back. All right. Um, 20 minutes into the 1999 opening Chargers training camp, Leaf suffered an injury to his throwing shoulder that would sideline him for the entire season. Ooh. <laughs> so no time to prove his medal in 1999. So, you know, that's actually probably a bonus for him. Yes. He probably would be Should. out sooner. Yeah. <laughs> But that didn't keep Leaf from making headlines. In early November, he got into a shouting match with Bethard and a coach, resulting in a suspension, a fine, and another apology. Mm. Later that year, despite the fact that he was on injured reserve, Leaf was caught on video playing flag football in a San Diego park, which was a violation of his contract. So the media, the team... Ate him alive once again. They're like, all right, cool, so your contract's void now. Get out of (laughs) here. Unfortunately, they did not have that foresight. As we march on to the 2000 season, the Chargers went 0-11 to start the season with a rotating cast of quarterbacks that all played poorly, got injured, or benched. A little little mismatch of everything. Yep. We love to see What could go wrong? They finally won their first game of the season against the Chiefs, even though Leaf threw back-to-back interceptions late in the game, one of which was returned for a touchdown. Just trying to make it a close game. <laughs> he was trying always to keep it intense. Yeah. It's a divisional rival. You got to. You always play them the closest. The Chargers finished the season with a 1-15 and record, and on February 28, 2001, the Chargers released Ryan Leaf. Seems game appropriate. Three years? Three years. Two of them playing. He's injured for a for whole, whole season. season. Yep. yep. The... Yeah, so if he had played that second season, <laughs> he's out. <laughs> the Buccaneers claimed Leaf off of waivers and planned to slowly develop him. They wanted him to sit and watch and take some time to mature. They asked him to take a demotion to fourth string that included a pay decrease, and when he refused, they cut him. Yep, nope, that made sense. <laughs> All right, cool, whatever, kid. His next attempt at a comeback came when the Cowboys signed him after an injury to their quarterback, Quincy Carter. Leaf appeared in four games, all of them losses, throwing for 494 yards with one touchdown and three interceptions. Okay, his ratio is getting a little better, I think. Bumping up those numbers. Yeah, then, yeah. I mean, not the wins numbers, it'd but be the... <laughs> hard, for the ratio, it'd be pretty, 
pretty hard to, <laughs> to not improve it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Leaf had one final attempt at a comeback when he signed with the Seahawks, who had the same plan as the Buccaneers. He seemed upbeat and excited about his new team, but before training camp, Leaf abruptly retired at the age of 26 with no explanation to his team or the media. Leaf would never play in the NFL again. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. 26, that seems like the peak, right? That's where we cut everyone off. You all have to retire at 26. (laughs) I mean, it's not the NBA. If you're not good (laughs) at what you're doing in the NFL by 26 at the quarterback position. Yep. You're you're not gonna get it. You're not going to just all of a sudden. Sorry, Taysom Hill. No. Oh, poor Taysom. Was he even in the league by 26? He came in super late. So late for so many. He might have came in at at 26. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So what happened to all those players and picks that were sent to the Falcons? I know you're all wondering. They became. I thought it was the Cardinals. Yeah, I wrote the Falcons. It's weird. It's yeah, definitely I was the Cardinals. About to say, I'm like, well, they're both <laughs> one birds. of those red birds over there. Those red birds. <laughs> What's the difference between a cardinal and a falcon? Uh, that's a, no, not rhetorical or a setup. Uh, predatory behavior. I can't imagine yeah, many cardinals swooping down. A cardinal coming and at you. You think the falcon's a, a predator? <gasps> I never thought about it that way. Thank you. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. What happened to those picks that were sent to the Cardinals? Surprisingly, not much. They drafted Andre Wadsworth, safety Corey Chavis, and wide receiver David Boston with three picks that they got. For the most part, all of these players had at least moderately moderately productive careers in the NFL. Certainly none of them crashed and burned like Ryan Leaf did. Yeah, nice. Uh, Arizona definitely missed out on some opportunities, though. With the third pick in the 1998 draft where they took Andre, the defensive end, Andre Wadsworth, Mm -hmm. uh, still on the board were Hall of Famers Charles Woodson, who went at number four to the Uh, Raiders, uh, Randy Moss at 21, and Alan Fenneca went at number 26. All Hall of Famers. All of Famers. (laughs) Yeah, no, all great. Other notables that could have been selected with the second round pick are Pro Bowlers Heinz Ward, and Matt Hasselbeck. Woo. And weird, it feels weird to say Hasselbeck would have been would've. infinitely better. <laughs> he would have yeah. been better at number two than Ryan Leaf. Um, so not exactly the most lopsided trade because the Cardinals whiffed in the draft, but none of the players they got set their franchise back in the way that Ryan Leaf did to the yeah. Chargers. No, for sure. So let's pop back over to the Colts and Peyton Manning. Uh, they finished his rookie season 3-13, and with Manning setting a rookie record with 28 interceptions. But from there, things took off. Uh, the nah. Colts flipped their record the next season, going 13-3, and and made the playoffs. Yeah. Which yeah. Leaf I hope so. 13-3, missed miss the playoffs. playoffs. Which Leaf did not. <laughs> uh, Manning. Jags. That'd be a heck of a year. You, you forgot about the Jags' perfect season? Oh, yeah. With How the could Titans shortly, or were they still the Oilers? Back and then, then they're the Oilers. The Oilers. So with the Oilers yeah. at a soft 15-1. and <laughs> <laughs> Their only losses were to each other. Yeah, Colts actually were last in the division with 13-3. <laughs> uh, Manning went on to become one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He holds a bunch of NFL records, including MVPs with five, Super Bowl appearances, uh, Super Bowl, Pro Bowl appearances with 14, 4,000 passing yard seasons with 14, single season passing yards with 5,477, and single season passing touchdowns with 55. Ugh, the sheriff. 
He won two Super Bowls and is third all-time in career passing yards and passing touchdowns. Manning was selected for induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a member of the 2021 class of inductees. First ballot. Yes. Man, that forehead's going to be huge. (laughs) (laughs) Leaf started 21 career games with a record of 4-17. Nice. He passed for 3,666 yards. So close. With 14 touchdowns and 36 interceptions. With a career quarterback rating of 50. So, you're telling me that there was a season where Peyton threw more (laughs) touchdowns than Ryan Leaf threw touchdowns and interceptions his whole (laughs) career. career. Yes. Yes. Nice. And 14 seasons where he threw more passing yards than Leaf threw in his whole career. Uh, oh, so no. to to Ryan Leaf's credit, he doesn't deserve all the crap that he got for being a bust in the NFL. You know that that's hard. It's yeah. hard to be thrown into the spotlight at that age. Yeah, but you can definitely help. There are certainly more cases of you know people I mean, being I, mature and ready. Than I, I think it is important to mention that Ryan Leaf at this point has seemed to turn it around. Yeah, he He's has. talked at length about his time in the NFL, acknowledging his own immaturity and shortcomings, yep. and. He's just attempted to make amends. Yep. Although that trail of making amends took a long it was a long, long, it was a long time. time to start making and, amends. And he well, not the gap between starting, although that was, <laughs> but even the process when he started, he had a lot of falls in between where yeah. he would slip a little bit, backslide. So after he was released by the Seahawks, he hit rock bottom. He started using drugs and even did a short stint in state prison. So yeah. Oof. Pretty yeah. pretty much bottom of the bottom of the barrel. Um, but prison was a wake-up call, and since then, Leaf has started to turn his life around. He talks openly and honestly about the mistakes he's made and his struggle with addiction. And in 2019, Leaf was actually hired as an ESPN analyst for the college football season. Yeah. Nice. And he's uh, he's pretty frequently now a guest. Um, Phil is in for uh, Rich Eisen on the mm. Rich Eisen show. Oh, nice. really? Yeah. yeah, he does a lot of things. He does the Pat McAfee show, everything yeah. like that. Um, one small footnote to leave with the Chargers fans, Leafs last season where they went one and 15 led the Chargers having the number one overall pick in the 2001 NFL draft. They traded that pick to Atlanta. That's probably where I got the Falcons from. They traded that pick to Atlanta so that the Falcons could draft Michael Vick at number one, but the Chargers used the number five overall pick they got in return on Hall of Famer LaDainian Tomlinson. Okay. That was well, also the draft they got Drew Brees in the second round. Well, great. That's a that's a great draft that's for a, the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Although I have to wonder if the Chargers draft <laughs> Michael Vick. Right? That's what the, I was thinking. Does the dogfighting happen? And then all of a sudden Michael Vick, God man. One of the greatest of all time. One of the greatest of all time. But yeah, that's the story. You're seeing him in a Chargers jersey. That's the but story into of, it. of how the Chargers traded five NFL players to move back, to move up one spot to draft the biggest busts, arguably. In, yeah, one of the, the biggest. NFL. Yeah, definitely top five. Okay, it would have been a good mismanagement story if they had just drafted Ryan Leaf at number three. But the yeah. fact that they traded up one spot and yeah. gave, up, gave so up so much. Oh, yeah, no, because <laughs> the only way that works out is if he turns out to be like really good. Right. Because you still gave up so, so much. much to move one spot. One spot. Yeah. Ugh, it's nonsense. 
Now that we've presented one of the worst moves in NFL history, we feel fairly comfortable and confident in presenting our own proposals for those GMs we believe need a little amateur help making their decisions. Westover, be a doll and kick us off. Thanks, buddy. All right. My dear GM this week goes out to Vikings GM Rick Spielman. Minnesota Vikings. Hey, um, Lizzo. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's the name. So the Vikings haven't been in the forefront of the division for a few years. Last time you won the division was 2017. Stupid Aaron Rodgers. Always being good at football. Minnesota miracle. And then all of a sudden, oh, is that the Eagles? (laughs) Just pounding you in your home stadium. Peeking around the corner. I scored a touchdown. Got really cocky. And then we scored like 35. It was was bad. It was amazing. I was watching that game in a casino, and I was like, there were a bunch of Vikings fans around. Uh, and so they, like, score the first touchdown, and they start going up. It's like, this is our year. Go Vikes. This is our year. They were doing the skull thing. You were and in London, weren't you? I was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was weird. It That's... was weird to see Vikings fans, honestly. <laughs> I thought they would just be like, maybe they were Jaguars fans that switched. Yeah. They, they have to root for somebody in the playoffs. You can be a bandwagon fan for NFL <laughs> in <If> you... foreign <laughs> countries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's acceptable. But... Yeah, and then it was just glorious for like 55 minutes of that game. <laughs> was just sweet. domination. Just domination. Must be nice. We haven't dominated in 20 years. That's the one time we dominated. I know. Since, <laughs> That's all you needed. All you wanted. Since like 2005 ish. When T.O. on his broken leg. Ooh. Anyway, sorry, that was the. I'm sorry. I no, just, it's okay. Uh, I, I, knew, I knew there would be a trigger when I said 2017. <laughs> ah, take it. Case Keenum. <laughs> <laughs> now, over the last seven years, the team has fluctuated between a year roughly around 500, usually 7 and 9 or 8 and 8, or 8, 7 and 1 once, and then a 10 plus win season. Last year went 7 and 9, so history says this should be an up year for you guys. But you spent most of your draft picks on players that were labeled as projects, and it feels like this is a year you're kind of conceding the division and just focusing on the future with. Aaron Rodgers maybe playing, I don't know, and the Bears grabbing what could be their franchise quarterback. Oh, Bears are going to destroy everyone now. They are... fixed all their problems. I mean, honestly, getting a quarterback that doesn't overthrow every <laughs> wide receiver they have is wild. I was watching it's a good first step. I was watching like a compilation of mm-hmm. Bears wide receivers burning like Big a bunch all, of people. all pro corners. Yeah. And they yeah. did it so often. <laughs> Al Robinson was each dominated. one. Mitch Trubersky just throws <laughs> it like 10 yards too far. Oh, no. So, oh. but one of the major problems is your team has strangled itself with your extension of Kirk Cousins' yeah. contracts. Paid him Again, so much money. He's set to make $31 million this year Ooh. and 41 next year. Nice. It's wow. time to get rid of him. Accept the cap hit and continue to try and acquire draft picks where you can. Unfortunately, one of the better matchups would for Cousins would be the Saints, but they live in cap hell. Live in cap hell. They are cap devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Cousins would fit the Saints system perfectly, but they don't have great draft capital for you to receive in return or the space for him. Nope. The only way to move him would be swapping Taysom Hill, and you don't. That's I a longer contract. Yeah, You don't want it. So it's time to turn your eyes to the AFC and the quarterback-confused Denver Broncos. Poor Broncos. Gross. It's time to bring your boy home. <sighs> I propose this. <gasps> Teddy B. The Vikings trade Kirk Cousins a 22-5th and a 22-7th 
for Teddy Bridgewater yes. and a 22 6. My man. This, this is way. like a weird hill I die on, but keep going. <laughs> this way. Elway can have a quarterback that he can say will he can say will lead the team, knowing that Elway will remain the best quarterback in Broncos uh, franchise history. <laughs> yep. And the Vikings can get out of cap hell a little quicker and have a nice reunion with Bridgewater, who has proven he is healthy and would thrive with weapons like Dalvin Cook and yeah. Thielen. Again, he doesn't have a huge like a high ceiling, but he's got a he's got a here's low my floor. thing is before he got injured. He was bringing the bike. He was so good. He was killing it. And honestly, would have made a pretty deep run in the playoffs that year they were playing at University of Minnesota. But then Blair 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 botched it. Because they were playing that super gross cold weather game against Seattle. Blair Walsh from like the 20 yard line has a field goal to win it. Botches it horribly. Teddy B never recovered. I know. And then his ACL shattered. Dirty hits. Knock him out. All right, I guess it's my turn then. Yes. So, Westover, you're going to hate this. <gasps> yes. But my dear GM this week is going out to Ravens GM, Eric DaCosta. Ooh. Eric. Burn it down. Buddy. Yes. Do the opposite. Oh. No. <laughs> Fact shit. You guys had a pretty solid Fact draft shit. this year. <laughs> is that a weird verb to choose? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, And you used your first round pick to address your biggest need. Wide receiver. Hey, Rashad Bateman. I feel really bad. He's doomed to get injured. Yes. So Rashad we'll Bateman will hopefully develop into a very good NFL receiver. But Eric. In his second contract with a different team. You have an MVP level quarterback right now. Not bad for a running back. Hey, Pittsburgh. Stop being so salty. Get an NBA team. We'll listen. Ooh. 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 Oh, I don't want one. Nope. Pittsburgh doesn't want one. I want it, though. So I'm encouraging you, Eric, to go out and make a big splash to take full advantage of your playoff window. Here's my suggestion. Baltimore receives wide receiver Michael Thomas. No. Oh, no. New Orleans. My Lord. Receives a 2022 first, a 2022 third, and whoever you need to make the cap work. Because... NFL cap is dumb, and I don't like looking at it. It is ridiculous. New Orleans is in cap hell, and this trade will not save them. But it will free up almost $8 million in the caps next year. Uh, New Orleans took their shot, but they were not able to reach Super Bowl glory. So Now now, Drew is gone. Now Drew is gone. You're left with Jameis or Taysom. Hmm. It's time, time to make some choices. The time has come to rebuild whether you know it or not. They have uh, other good players that will become cap casualties if they don't act soon. So, Eric, go out there, get a true number one wide receiver to pair with Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown, and the rookie. Uh, And hopefully that will take some pressure off of Jackson and increase his longevity, because I don't know how long this man can keep carrying this team. That's... Ooh, I, I, I hate it. Thoughts, feelings, no, it's good. No, it's I mean, great, but it's such... Well, they run it'll never happen offense. because New Orleans is gross. Yes. yes. <laughs> They're going to trade for Rodgers. <laughs> they can't. They'll fight Physically. away. <laughs> they just can't. Ugh. This week, I am addressing Jets GM Joe Douglas. Jets, Jets, Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Joe... You've ushered in the new era of the Jets with head coach Robert Sala and quarterback Zach Wilson. You did a great job in the draft by grabbing some high-tier protection and a nice weapon for your new QB early. However, you still got a lot of work to do in order to surround Wilson with a quality supporting cast. 
You need more offensive talent and maybe more importantly, veteran leadership. I would focus on the tight end position. Mm. While you Tim have a lot. Yeah, go get Tebow. <laughs> no. No, don't do that. <laughs> That's just a scam so that Tebow can get his – Tebow's three games away from his NFL pension. That's all trap. this is. Is he really? He's three games away from getting the NFL pension. I he's guarantee going to must be two nice. games. <laughs> he's going to play three games as a special coming as a specials teamers throughout the season, get his pension, and walk away. That's what this is going to be. That's what I did. That's gross. Yeah, right? He's just a favor from Urban Meyer. Guaranteed. That's a good thing. That baseball money was not worth it. But Jets, <laughs> while you have a lot of bodies at the tight end position, you lack talent. Aww. Who are their tight ends? Sorry. Uh, I think it's uh, Herndon is the big one. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't even know his first name. Christopher Herndon the fourth. Oh, yeah? okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, therefore, I propose... Uh, I propose? I propose. <laughs> I suppose I propose <laughs> that I propose... Anyway, Jets, you'd receive Zach Ertz. <gasps> Zach and Zach. And no. Philadelphia would receive a 2022 fourth and a sixth. That might be generous. Yeah, I don't know how people are say. viewing Zach Ertz. If they, he had, they've started to hate on him. Well, okay, well, it's yeah, undeserved. Yeah, but it's become clear in the past few months <laughs> that the Eagles will likely move on from the veteran uh, as Ertz is 30 years old and he posted career lows last season. But... In his defense, I think that's largely attributed to the dysfunction of the Eagles last yes. season. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The year before, fault. he set like the tight no, end reception record. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. So he's with like a game to spare. It's yeah. hard for him to make an impact. I mean, he's he... getting he's getting more and more injured. I guess that but, is a concern. But you know, that's why you could get him cheap. You'd be able to snag a high upside weapon with a strong locker room presence for relatively cheap. Go do it before the Buffalo Bills do, because they Go too Bills. should make a bid for him. Because yeah. can you imagine Zach Ertz? Diggs. Oh, that's Diggs. Oh, that'd be so He'd good. fit in there well. Oh, yeah. No, it would be wild. Also, this works out for the Eagles, because I think you need to get rid of some of the old guard. The old regime. Because if it feels like on offense that you're babysitting Jalen Hurts, I think you need to surround him with young weapons like him. <laughs> And if you do bring in a veteran, it needs to be someone new to the organization. Because otherwise, it's going to feel like, hmm, we're babysitting you. Well, when Carson we was here, Ugh, things no. were different. Well, yeah. But Carson never won us a Super Bowl. Nick Foles. He just laid the groundwork for you to get there. <laughs> uh, I love the legend of Nick Foles. I it's do great. believe that the Eagles shot themselves in the foot building a statue of the man immediately after. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a choice. But okay. a, statue, a statue to two men that are no longer with it. It happened three years ago. Yeah. No long, neither with the organization. Let's go, Philly. And also, you want your starting quarterback to walk in every day to your see building and see the statue of his backup? <laughs> like, what? It's got to be good for the confidence, right? Ugh, no. Golly. Oh, I'm just so upset. I hope, right. I right. I hope once succeeds in Andy. I think he I'm will. rooting for him. I hope yeah, he does, too. Turn into a and then we'll have three first-rounders, <laughs> yeah. which Howie Roseman will botch all of them. Yeah, oh, he may not be your GM. Fire Howie! Yeah. All right. That's the pod. And, uh, it's been a bitter pod so far. <laughs> I just have a lot of feelings. Sorry about that. No, it's Westover too. Yeah, well, Westover, <laughs> yeah. Wait. Bully him. <laughs> Bully him, everyone. If you enjoyed this or any of our other episodes, please remember to give us a like or a follow. Maybe even leave a review. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you may listen to podcasts. Woo. Uh, in the words of the aforementioned Ryan Leaf. My man. My man.
this is Ryan Leaf uh, around like I think it's like 2012 or something, mm-hmm. uh, talking about former head coach of his Mike Riley, uh-huh. saying, "Quote, <clears throat> I mean, Mike Riley is an idiot, but I can't do anything to change that. He wasn't supposed to be a head coach in the NFL." <laughs> Unquote. Oh, and no. Ryan Leaf was supposed to be a generational talent. He, yes. He was supposed <laughs> to be. And in a way, he kind of was. He marked yeah. the, genera- the generation. <laughs> he laid the groundwork for Ladanian Tomlinson and Drew Brees and then eventually Philip Rivers. Exactly. Forever. Another fun quote from Ryan Leaf, just because this is fun. There's lots of quotes. But, <clears throat> quote, I don't want anybody to know anything about me. Unquote. <laughs> well... You failed. Too late, oh, Ryan. Right. Oh, boy. There a, are so many good quotes here. I have a five-page document that says otherwise. <laughs> Here's just another one. Sorry, we're, bear with us here. This is going to be a long episode. Quote, that's also explicit. Guys like me can put on 10 to 15 pounds in a week. Unquote. Humble brag. Oh, <laughs> is, it a brag? is that a brag? <laughs> and finally, I definitely don't want anything to do... I definitely don't want to do anything associated with the NFL. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. oh, yeah, he got bullied. That was at poor his training buddy. camp. <laughs> <laughs> that was at draft night, 1998. <laughs> that was right before the draft. I don't want to do this. Although he has another quote in here saying basically as soon as he started getting paid, he hated the game. That makes sense. And I'm like, well, is it because uh, you got the bad? Josh Rosen fear. Oh, that's another one. <sighs> Thanks for listening. And remember... This was mismanaged. Goodbye.